Young people are too alienated. They need to spend the t- two years of their extremely uh, early on in their life digging ditches somewhere outside of fucking major cities because apparently that's going to be character building. Yeah. yeah but- look, every, look, everything that builds character is fucking shit and we should do away with character entirely. Mm. Also, boomers are obsessed with building character that they don't have. It's like, oh, yeah, you should all do military service to learn about hardship and stuff. And it's like, first of all, none of you did military service. And second of all, none of you ever learned anything about hardship because you like lived in that you grew up in the best era to grow up in Britain when like housing was like basically free. Like there were like millions of jobs, like public sector investment was like literally like literally you lived through the best period in the history of humanity and now you're like bitching about young people having a shittier time than you and you're trying to make them have an even shittier time than you because your dad fought in a war and for some reason that's the same reason as you doing it somehow (laughs) fuck off you fucking (laughs) you fucking landlord fucks you own everything and you're refusing to share it and you're like well young people if you're so sad about it why don't you learn to you know be in the army I've never done it, but I assume it would help. To be fair, to be fair, our generation probably aren't very good at digging ditches, and that is a valuable skills base. Yeah. What I'm saying is, our generation too much about digging bitches. Mm. Not enough about digging ditches, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm very much about that. Um, So, the other thing is, like... We do already sort of have a class, a a very class based, but now increasingly financialized form of national service, which is just where people go to make friends they wouldn't have gone to school with outside their ordinary geographical and social groups. It's called university. It's called the the dick sucking factory. (laughs) Yeah, it's and that's but that's just it, right? Like. This is what this is basically what university does. It's just ludicrously out of reach. We could basic we could achieve all of these aims without forcing young people to dig ditches if we just made university free again. Yeah, but then we'd have to make it mandatory. You do national service uh, Oxford degree. <laughs> yes, please. I, I guess also too it's like if there's if there's things that are character building that might be let's say jobs that are needed in rural remote parts of the country, why don't they just pay people wages to do it and like i don't know no, train them no Nate, like, that's a good idea but that wouldn't be character building i, I mean i don't know man it's just like ah <laughs> uh, we need a new roof on the sheep no. brothel it's like <laughs> <laughs> but there's no young people around to claim the ladders <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing right like <laughs> if yeah. only rory stewart were prime minister he'd sort it anytime out. anyone's telling you to do something that builds character key bono because they're saving money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my thought is too is that invariably this being Britain, if they did something like this, it would just be like it would it would feed into some kind of profit model for someone so that they were getting the free labor of young people. Oh, absolutely. Like national service would just be out outsourced to G4S. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm from an insane country, but we haven't yet privatized military recruitment, which the UK has. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I yeah. just I cannot imagine this would be the one exception to be like, oh no, we'll definitely make this benefit the state. When, like, like Milo said, every every council in Britain is basically obligated to sell off all its assets and pennies on I the love dollar. The year of well, slave labor, I do to make uh, like fucking tear gas cruise missiles to fire at the Sudan. Just, so, just bringing Corvey back. You have to fact, build the pyramids for one year out of every five. In fact, in fact, uh, Nate kind of hinted at where the next paragraph. Yes, it would cost a significant amount. President Macron's plan to revive universal national service in France has an estimated price tag of over a billion euros. But imagine the gains. 
getting uh, yoked. You have to, you have to imagine them. <laughs> you, you literally you will, have to you imagine will get, them. You will get yoked carrying railroad ties in the step or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the, the most <laughs> they were doing it in Siberia for yeah. some reason. The, the Co- most compelling is French for side hustle. <laughs> the most compelling argument is that this would be a way of mixing our woefully segregated country on class, income, culture, and race lines. We tend to stick to our own. Because I'm sure rich people would do this. Yeah, Again. there's never been like a history of a buyout for this for rich people in other countries that have national service. Never. When is the no. deck ever shuffled? Our tribes live apart, holiday apart, and socialize apart. It's Their almost as if the deck is in some way stacked. <laughs> which all you and all your friends fucking love. You would yeah. hate it if all the like people who clean your toilets showed up at your villa in the south of France, wouldn't you, you bunch of d- fucking d- ah, supine cunts? Like, honestly. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. We say, oh, no, councils have to be ru- government and councils have to be run like a business. We have to make sure that we are selling off council houses at 1% of their value to real estate developers because that's how a sensible business runs. Also, we're going to spend a billion, like a billion pounds or whatever on this thing where we just have to imagine the gains. <laughs> it makes you kind of think it's just all about control, doesn't it? Hmm. <sighs> but we will get a lot of ditches out of it and a new roof for the sheep. <laughs> that, that West Country pirate will be very happy. <laughs> Shared public spaces, she goes on, are dying out. Again, couldn't be because they've all been privatized. Not shared, at all. Shared public spaces such as the barracks. <laughs> the barracks and the sheep brothel. What does she think a shared public space is? The London Eye? Oh yeah. my god! Uh, it literally these people beggar belief. Like honestly, I don't know how you can sit down at like a, a word processor, right, and spend you know one or two hours right writing this like absolute fucking drivel, and sit there and think, yeah, I'll submit that to the newspaper, to like, the Times, and get paid probably a shit ton, yeah. and like mm. like. Uh, it beggars like belief, you're writing, it? you're like, writing in the British paper of record, and your take is maybe we should make takes. kids join the army because we already make them go to school. <laughs> and you're like, oh, just tapping away at my keyboard, going, "No one's thought of this fucking shit." I'm this generation's Emmanuel fucking Kant. <laughs> in an ideal world, our education system would act as a great melting pot, but private schools, faith schools, and eye-watering house prices in sought-after catchment areas score divisions more deeply. Cool, abolish to- private schools. Abolish private schools. Like, what the fuck? How could that solution be not to abolish private schools? Abolish private schools, rent control, uh, abolish all faith schools. Yeah. Tax the rich, abolish, eat the rich. Mm. You abolish know? you and your friends. Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, all these all these people who keep like sending their kids to private school and moving into like expensive catchment areas. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Oh, it's you <laughs> and all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Children attending independent schools are more likely to speak Mandarin than mixed anyone on free school meals. Yeah, because they speak to your fucking maid. <laughs> <laughs> rich and poor, urban and rural, Muslim and Christian and Jewish and atheist, never the twain do meet. No, no <laughs> Jews ever met an atheist. Because if they do, having erected all of these your walls kids to prevent beating up that. refugees and filming it for fucking Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, subscribe to my private Snap, So what we need to do is force them to dig ditches in Cumbria. This is like the most amazingly shit article I've I mean, ever heard. Like, we haven't talked about thinking too for a while. I want to. We haven't talked about it for a while. This is a perfect thing. This is this is thinking too, where our society is incredibly unequal. Better make everyone join the army. Yeah, this is like I almost feel like there's a group of guys sitting around at the Times toasting themselves. Like, I can't believe the Trash Future Pod guys fell for that one. <laughs> come on, come on, you're really taking the piss. They're not going to buy this. Come on. <laughs> Okay, even Brendan O'Neill wouldn't write this. (laughs) Here is where I believe the article peaks. 
inspiring to gird your loins, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> inspiring togetherness through common service is hardly a new idea. Plutarch described how Rome's young men were conscripted. <laughs> Uh, a round of applause, a round mm. of fucking applause for this woman and her brain, which is just fucking soup. <laughs> like, honestly, like, oh, the Romans did it. Oh, I think a great way to inspire confidence in the young would be to, like, have them build all these wooden crosses and hang the refugees up on them. The Romans did it! <laughs> why, do, why do we have to be Gaius Marius instead of the Gracchi? Yeah, because um, these people don't know who the Gracchi are. Well, the only know. Romans they've heard of are like Julius Caesar and like Asterix and Obelix. Like that is literally, <laughs> they've watched Gladiator a bunch of well, times. Well, that's the thing. Also, <laughs> if you knew like, as Maximus Decimus Meridius said, the commander of the armies of the north, <laughs> the commander of the, of the, the national service of the ditch diggers of Cumbria. Um, <laughs> and that's the other thing. Plutarch's not a good source for what it was actually like in Rome. He was Greek. He was Greek and was writing far later and viewed history as a kind of propaganda tool that he would use to advance his own ideas about what society should be. Yeah. In effect, you're asking one of the oldest people it's possible to ask what his fantasies about society ought to be. Well, I'm, I'm going like, to do the I'm going to do the reverse of this and be like, well, Suetonius writing about Elagabalus means that all of us should be trans, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, have you considered but maybe Making, making the minister for health uh, a horse. Mm. <laughs> you know what that's like? That would be like a Basically future. That would be like a future Canadian society looking back to Jacob Rees Mogg's book on the Victorians and then deciding to make policy based on that. A solution to no deal Brexit, drawing, drawing on uh, famous, famous uh, economist Gaius Caligula, what we could do is build a kind of uh, bridge across the channel using all of, all of our country's grain fleet. I was going to say, my, my thought is along similar lines that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you have to draft everybody in national service so that you can stop climate change by flogging the sea until it becomes obedient. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.